Welcome to the Smart Business Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Imoff Flores, and the Smart Business Podcast is the place for entrepreneurs to get an advanced mindset and skill set to build and grow a business that can scale in a big way. SMART is an acronym that stands for a scalable, mission-driven business that's automated with revenue streams all run by a team. And so if you would like to learn more about how to build a smart business or get coaching, consulting in this area or done for you services, go ahead and start by getting our free smart business formula guide at smartbusinessformula.com. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Smart Business Show. I'm your host, Adam, with the Tim Chisonas. And in this episode, we're talking about how to reinvest in your business the smart way. You ready to dive into this one today? Yep. It's going to be good. We're going to be talking a lot about, uh, we're going to be sharing some ideas on, you know, when to invest. You know, what should you be investing in? Uh, how much is too much? When is it not enough? And when should you flex? Right? Because <laughs> I think I think a lot of times people begin to flex too soon, right? Like yeah. they start generating some revenue. Yeah. And it's so hard, especially for young entrepreneurs that are listening to this or watching this. It's like you want to go out. You've never had it before, so you want to experience it, right? Yeah. It's like you want to go buy your dream car right away. You want to take dream vacations right away. You want to cover all your friends. Yeah. And I got you. Don't worry. Yeah. You know? And uh, and so, you know, a lot of times you, you do that, and then you, you're, you're not prepared. You don't have – you haven't reinvested yet. You haven't got team. You haven't stabilized the business, and then you have to learn the hard way. Yep. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, exactly that. You're out treating your friends. You're eating, chomping down on steak dinners, top shelf yeah, bourbon. Exactly. The next month, you're hunched over the stovetop cooking ramen noodles. <laughs> you know what I mean? Flex yeah. too hard. You yeah. know what I mean? Too yeah. fast. Um, and so it's just a big mistake. I've made that mistake. Uh-huh. I think. You know, I think we all have, but we always try to make sure other people don't. Yeah. You know, it's like, is it possible? Is there any wise people that are really going to just be able to avoid it totally? You know, it's like, maybe. I, yeah, maybe it's possible. I yeah. think where, where it really comes in handy is like, you you have to learn eventually, right? You either learn the hard way or you can you can learn by l- like listening to people who've gone before you and just like, look, I don't want to make that mistake. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you know, it, it happens, especially the early stages of the business when you don't have consistent customers coming in and it's like, you know, the ebb and flow, the feast or famine, and you just have that really good month. Right. And you don't invest it back in the business properly. Right. And then you get... There it goes again. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I I think too, like as you're younger, you value a lot more of the money and things. And then as you get older, you value more time, right? And so like what I'm thinking about at this stage, I mean, I'm 30 now. Tim, where are you at? (laughs) 31. I'm a year old. Okay, he's 31. So so I'm thinking like my most valuable thing is time, right? Mm -hmm. That's the number one thing. So when I'm reinvesting back into my business, I'm thinking, okay, what am I doing that maybe doesn't energize me or fuel me? what can I do to invest back in to have someone else in that role that, that fuels them, that fuels them yeah. and that allows me to stay in my zone of genius because I want to get my time back from doing the things that I don't want to, that I, I, I'm not good at or I don't want to be doing, you know? Yeah. And when you're a solopreneur or maybe you are maybe have a few team members, like if you're doing things that you just don't want to be doing and you, you got to be able to reinvest back into team. I yeah. think that's so key. Re- reinvest back into team but also reinvesting back in acquiring new customers. Yeah. As well. Because that's who's going to feed you. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yes. That's who's going to feed you. That's right. who's going to feed your team. Um, and so also thinking about, uh, you know, how are you acquiring these customers who are allowing you to flex? Right. Exactly. Basically, right. Right. Um, and so that's an important element, you know, learn, knowing your numbers like in and out. Yeah. How much is it costing for us to acquire a front end customer? How much does it cost for us to get that first yeah. sale? 
Yeah. And can we spend more money to acquire more customers? Because right. as long as you have a back end, that's right. The back end will take care of itself, yeah, right? So, so knowing good. that part of it's going to help you invest smart right. as so well. So good. I agree. I agree with that. You know, I think th- there's a famous quote actually out there. It says, "Whoever can spend the most money to acquire a customer wins the game." Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, that basically means, just like I said, if let's say you have um, a hundred dollar front end product, right? And uh, your competitor has a $100 front-end product. And you don't have a back-end, let's just say, right? But your competitor does. And so you can spend $50 to acquire a new customer because now you're in $50 profit, right? But let's say your competitor has that same $100 front-end, but their back-end, because of the profits they're making on the back-end, allows them to spend Eight hundred dollars. They can actually go negative because the back end is going to pick up the profit. Yes, that's good. So now you have fifty dollars in ad budget to acquire that one customer. Mm. They have eight hundred. Yep. Right. So now they're forty more times likely to acquire more customers than you are. That's why whoever can spend the most money to acquire a customer right. wins. wins. They that's have that so much good. more buying power. That's so good, and that's that back end is so key, or that ascension ladder we call it, right? Yeah. Like uh, having multiple back end offers is key because you know ads are getting more expensive, yeah. right? And yep. so the players that are going to have that are going to stay in the game are going to have a great back end, which is so have key. To have the back end. And, and that's where you got to know your numbers. You're absolutely yes. right. So then if you can calculate, okay. How much does it really cost us to acquire a client? Then now you can start to have some predictability. And until you have predictability in the business, there is no stability. And so at that point, you could be an entrepreneur, but you're really just a bona fide hustler. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like you're not even building a business. You're just you're just hustling. You're grinding, right? It's a moneymaker, not a exactly. You're just you're you're and, and that's why I think it's like, what are you building? And that's where you know, a lot, and if you're reinvesting smart, what it means to reinvest smart is that you have a vision and that you're reinvesting to make that vision come to pass, right? So it, it's about drawing out that map. Like, you know, if you're listening to the sh- uh, show or you're watching this, you know, you got to be able to think, okay, what organizational chart do I want to have in my business to be able to have like that team to take on the other areas I can't manage? What are, how much does it cost me to bring on a client, right? Like how much am I, am I, and then of that, how much am I paying myself, right? Because you got to be able to live a little bit. You got you to be able to have some extra money left over to be able to put some reserves for the, for the rainy days, mm-hmm. right? So you don't go under. Because I'll tell you what, if you start building team and you don't have reserves and you miss their pay date, you might look back and the team, team is not going to be there, right? <laughs> exactly. Actually, yeah. I was talking to a buddy of mine. This is a crazy story. So my buddy actually came to me. He's like, Adam, he's like, I'm tired of being... Uh, screwed over in these startups. And I said, what do you mean? He says, well, the last entrepreneur that I was working with, this guy, I mean, he was like, took took the team to the Louis V store. I mean, he was spending thousands of dollars on new mm. watches, bought a Bentley. And and what happens, he's underpaying his team. And so, after, and then he started missing some payments because he didn't have reserves when they had some down months, a couple of big accounts got lost. And and uh, and then he, he ended up like, looking back and his team was gone. Mm-hmm. And he reached out to my buddy and said, where did I make a mistake? He said, you were trying to build an empire, but you weren't taking care of your warriors. That's so good. And I yeah. was like, wow, it's so good. It's That's too busy so good. flexing and looking at himself in the mirror. Right, exactly. He's, too, <laughs> he's flexing too yeah. hard. You look at that Bentley, but now, I mean, he has no team to help fulfill. And now he has to spend even more money to, to get the team, more time training them. And so it's like, you yeah. gotta be able to think and play that long game, right? 
And so like when it comes to reinvesting back in your business, it's like, okay, reinvesting to acquire clients, reinvesting to get to manage your team or to build a team. And then you also have to realize too that within that team, the there needs to be room for growth. And so you have to be able to set aside uh, ability for your teammates to be able to make more and to be paid mm-hmm. what they're worth. Because if you're not, then you're gonna have a lot of dissatisfied teammates and you're gonna have to constantly, you know, train and hire all over again because if they see you go out and flex and go out and buy that big house and big cars and ferraris and they're not getting you know paid what they're supposed to be getting paid guess what you're you're gonna have a lot of resentment and it's gonna create a culture of your team where there's you know start having entitlement and egos and all that stuff so it's like and that transition up you have to be mindful of the culture you're creating the example you're setting as well Mm -hmm. and that's where it goes into leadership conversation right like leaders serve first and leaders honestly the last ones to get paid Right, well, like a, the CEO's um, the last one to get paid. Who? Uh, it was Simon Sinek who wrote that book. Yeah, exactly. Eat, leaders eat leaders, last. Leaders eat last. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah, right. He wrote that concept. book. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, so reinvesting is is definitely something like now. Now, when is it too much? And I've seen this happen a lot too, mm-hmm. right? Like when is it too much to reinvest? So, a buddy of mine, like every time he got an idea, he's like, "All right, let's do this next." Like he was always three steps ahead of where he was. It was almost mm-hmm. like he lived in a fantasy world above where his means were, mm-hmm. right? And so yeah. like in his mind, the entrepreneur mistake is I could just continue making more money. I could just continue making more money. Yeah. So in your mind, you think, okay, if I just spend more, I could just go out and figure out a way to make more. So you can only do that for so long. Like you start investing in all these side projects. So he's investing in ads over here that were just be on him in YouTube and Facebook and LinkedIn and spread himself too thin with his budgets, was bringing on team, right? And then was also uh, investing in uh, in consultants and masterminds and all of these things too, right? <laughs> so he had yep. all these things going on. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I've overstretched myself. Yeah. I've, I've done too much. When do you know it's too much? Uh, exactly that. I mean, most people when they're in the weeds and they're, they're investing in masterminds, like you said, they're building a team, they're buying these courses, they're trying to, they're throwing money out of paid ads. Um, it's too much when you haven't um, broken down your numbers. When you haven't, when you don't even know your you don't own know numbers. your numbers. Yeah, like really, you know like numbers, I'm thinking yeah. about it. It literally comes down to that. When you don't even right. know your own numbers and you're just throwing money out there hoping something sticks, um, and then flexing with a big team and oh, I'm in this mastermind over here. I'm in so and so's mastermind. It's like who cares? You know? Do you have a solid business because that mastermind is going to be useless to right, you exactly. unless these are working over here so you won't even be able to implement what you learn in the mastermind yeah <laughs> like oh that's too expensive i yeah. throw all my money on this guy over right. here exactly so i think it's important just to sit down with yourself and or with a team member or a friend or a peer who uh, can help yeah who can legitimately help and, and for those of you guys who are in the process of scaling right now, like you, you really do need more team. Like I think it's important to give yourself time to yeah. allow the team you have to bring back an ROI before yeah. you just keep trying to bring on more teammates and more resources and all these other ideas. Mm-hmm. Like give yourself time to develop like that cushion and that margin to be able to enjoy some of that return and stock it away. Mm-hmm. And, and and then you can bring on new team. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's so key. I think that happens a lot to people overstretch. Yeah, set milestones. Yep. You know, maybe start with a base foundation. You might be by yourself right now, the, you know, the quote unquote solopreneur. Um, and you can hit milestones if you're looking to build a team or you want it to get into that mastermind you want to scale your business you know sit down with yourself and say okay i want to hit this milestone before i do anything else yeah right 
That's and good. along the way to that milestone, I need to hit these mini milestones, right? So you're like setting these mini goals to get to the big goal. Then once you hit that, then you can, you know, yeah. get it, maybe bring on an assistant or maybe join that mastermind or maybe right. uh, reinvest and get more customers. Yeah, you know what I mean? absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, like once you hit this financial goal, then that's when you're going to go allow yourself yeah. to go into this mastermind, right? And it's like getting clear on those numbers, it'll, it'll help you like live a, a life where you're not so stressed out all the time. Like, yeah. how am I going to make this? Like, that's the entrepreneur journey for so much yeah. just because they have bad money management. Mm -hmm. Like, that's like that decision right there. Like, it's what a lot of times makes or breaks. In fact, I heard this right here. It's really, really powerful. He says, it was a guy I was talking to and he said that, he said, most entrepreneurs fail because their vision is, they take action on a vision bigger than their resources. Yeah. This is so big here. This Huge. is so key. Because what they're saying is, is that like you see yourself being able to accomplish this big, let's say, project you want to work on, but you just don't have the resources, but you try it anyways. And so it's like, you know, your 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 vision is beyond your resources. Versus like I think a smart entrepreneur, they plan not so far ahead and not so big to where they can't personally fulfill those that vision right so like there should be goals in place like yeah. you know if you're at if you're at like 100k and you're trying to get to for example you know 500k right like that's a reasonable jump but i hear people making 100k like oh i'm gonna build a five million dollar company and you know it's yeah. like you don't even know what a 500 yeah a five million dollar company takes like yep. that takes an entire staff and operations and software like dude chill take a yeah. seat it's <laughs> like know? the make money market you know the the people who are in the biz op space online and they want to make quick billions right um those people you, you'll ask them like because i operated in that market for a pretty long time before i got out of it um, you'll ask them, okay, how much, you know, what's your goal? What's your income goal? Right. I want to make a hundred thousand a month. And I'm like, right. <laughs> you never even made 10. Exactly. Like, how do you, how do you think, how do you expect to get to a hundred? Right, right. And then they make their first thousand. They said, well, I didn't make my first 100,000. So I'm right. out of here. It's like, yeah. wait, what? What, what? Yeah. So yeah, being okay with where you like being honest with yourself and being okay with where you are right now, it doesn't make you less of an entrepreneur. It doesn't make you more of an entrepreneur. Right. It just means that's where you are. So I think it's important to not notice where you are, be honest yeah. with yourself, and then set that milestone, and then just work towards that. Yep, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, really, absolutely, it's that yeah. simple. And, and, and for the young entrepreneurs out there, I think a lot of times, too, like, you think that a good investment is buying a luxury car. <laughs> Like, like the like the luxury car has an ROI because if you can show your audience that you're having success, that there will be more people asking about what you do, and that will make up for the expense of the car. And this is crazy. Like, yeah. like no, yeah. like the lifestyle is is that's not how it works. Like, you want your stuff to be real. Like, you want to have a real business that is funding those things. Yeah. You don't want to have a lifestyle that is not based on a real business because the moment that you can't sustain that lifestyle, guess what? Then all your oh. Following are gonna know when that when that rose is gone and when yeah. that Lambo is gone and when that house is foreclosed, your phone is also gonna know about that too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And you know, if you pull up like, you know, not not everybody, but most people, um, they could they could smell it on you. You know, if you do have the money to throw down and you know, maybe get that Lambo. Right. Um, they can tell when it's a stretch. They know they when know, it's a stretch. They know. They know. Right. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just, you know, it's a it, it, and it's a it's a flex. Yeah. You know, it's uh, a flex. It's, it's a flex. You, you got to chill on the flex and you got to build something real. Yeah. I think you got to build something real. And like, that's what your investment should be going yeah. towards. Like, if you're listening to the show, like, what are you building? Invest to build that. And and if it's not in alignment with what you're building, like, just wait on it. Like, yeah. wait on it. Like, it's the, cool. Like, like, like build something that's, that's going to last. I think it's so key. So, 
uh, with that said, you know, I want you to think about for a second, like, you know, what are you setting aside to, re to, to reinvest in? Like, you know, do you know your numbers? You yes. know, do you have your, 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 your benchmarks? Are you in your strength zone? If not, can you pay someone to be able to help you in the area you're struggling in so you can start building team? Right. It, you know, and if you are building a team and you're having success, are you taking care of your team? Right. That's that's key too. Uh, you know, and, and if you if you're like, man, like, I'm not even a place to reinvest then cash flow. Right. Then yeah. you should just be focused on investing to acquire clients mm -hmm. because your cash flow is so important to keep a healthy business. So keep cash flow focused, uh, make sure that cash flow is consistent and then you can, you know, start uh, going from there. So, yeah. That's it. All right, everybody. Well, that's today's episode. Make sure that, you know, you leave your comments, feedback on this, uh, like it, subscribe, and leave a seven-star rating. Yeah, seven stars. <laughs> seven stars. Every time. Let's Let do it. Let us know how you like his hat, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but don't go wearing my hat. I'm the only one with the orange hat right now.